This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's get back to more Back to the Futures, only on the BetQL Network. Yeah, we're going to go back to the Futures in a moment here. Coach of the Year, comeback player, how those markets have changed, and where we find some value with season-long props. Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, Aaron Hawksworth. Welcome into BetQL Daily, at BetQL Daily on Twitter. You can also watch us on Twitch twitch.tv slash betql so uh get signed up on twitch follow us there then you'll be alerted every time we are on the air twitch.tv slash betql underdog trend continues at uh, as week one finished up last night with monday night football but uh there were a few things that we wanted to hit on, on the manning mondays and i just feel like they can't take this away after three weeks. We loved it this much. We loved the 1.0 version that much. Imagine how it's going to look in a couple of weeks from now. Even that with the crap game that we're going to get next week, it's Packers Lions next week, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, they so they announced ten games, and weeks one, two, and three. Joe G is someone who follows the media space. What do you think that means? You think that means like they they just aren't sure? They haven't picked out what the good games are going to be for this year, or are they going to go back to the drawing board and maybe just pay them buku bucks if this continues to be a big success? Yeah, that struck me as let's see if the Manning still want to do it. This is they run the show here, right? Like they don't need the money. They don't need they don't need to waste their time. Like if they like doing it, ESPN will, will benefit from this and they'll just keep mm. doing it. I I think they need to keep doing it all year. Let me let me give you a perspective of my house last night. So my wife's a Ravens fan. She she grew up outside of Baltimore. So, okay. but like she's kind of a casual fan now because we don't live in the area of that area. So she kind of but like when it's a primetime game on, she'll want to watch it or we'll put it on, right? So I asked her last night, do you want to watch the regular broadcast, which is probably easier to follow the game because they're telling you what's going on, or yes. do you want to watch Eli and Peyton? She wanted to watch Eli and Peyton. They're more interesting. I know who they are. Like I, I just think the casual football fan will yeah. want to watch them, and that like that's what ESPN wants, right? Like we're watching the game anyway. We're not gonna only watch the game because of Peyton and Eli, but the casual fans going to watch those guys. Everyone knows who they are and they're funny. And the guest list was great. Charles Barkley on there. Russell uh, the Charles one great. sucked. Charles one but, sucked, but it's Charles, right? You're like, Oh, Charles yeah. is coming up next. Right? Like if they keep getting people like that and Joan, you mentioned their connections to quarterbacks. If they bring on a quarterback every week, like a Russell Wilson, if they, I don't know who get whoever you want, bring, bring Aaron Rodgers on to mope and, and, and be a baby all the time, but bring somebody on <laughs> that. That will work. I, I think that 
Yeah. Be a hit I thought it was funny when Charles Barkley said they put him on the defensive line and he didn't want to get hit, so he quit after one day. Um, I I actually think this this broadcast with the Manning brothers will really cater to the younger audience too. Um, not only women, but I think the younger audience is ready for something a little different. I just think it's nice to have options or even yes. flip between the two. You know, um, if you're feeling bored with one broadcast, go back to the other. I mean, who doesn't have ADD these days? Yeah. I, I will true. say this, that if, uh, if you have the Manning broadcast on, you can't have it as background. Because if it's background, you don't know what the hell is going on. Like, I, I, I think <laughs> yeah. we all do this from time to time. Like, you, oh, the game's on, and maybe you're catching up on emails, you're doing laundry, whatever. Like, you've got to be there. You've got to be watching the plays because they're not describing the play-by-play for you. Um, a, another miss, and they'll fix this, like I mentioned, it's 1.0, is lack of replays. Like there was no mention of Renfro stepping out of bounds like ten yards before they called it. Like I assume the regular broadcast was all over that. Uh, when the kicker wasn't ready, when they couldn't find the kicker, apparently the main broadcast was all over that. Wasn't really mentioned that much on uh, the Manning broadcast, but that's stuff that you can get figured out. Yeah, for sure. And I, I the other thing I thought it, and it wasn't bad because he's the bigger personality. I thought early on Peyton was talking too much. Like he was just like they keyed in and understand and let things breathe, and like. He's going to be the leader, right? Eli's going to kind of be where their personalities are. I, but I, yeah. But I, I thought, I, I think Eli's funny when he talked when he did break something down. Early on, I just felt like Peyton was just like. He took he over the show. Yeah, he well, let he, it breathe. And he's got to put his hands down. Like, he's, hold, he's holding the foot. His hands were all over the place. He's holding the football right in the middle of the screen. <laughs> we put the helmet um, on, which was kind of funny. So, so one thing on that. just Dare, dare I say that Eli was a little better? Sorry, Paul. I actually no, I liked okay. it. No, I was just saying from produ- from a producer aspect, I just felt like I have a tough time feeling that was Peyton's idea. Like early on, it just felt like they started and they rushed to the whiteboard. Mm. It's like like let's get going, let's go a little bit, like let's get the flow of the show a little bit. I just felt like they either there was some suit that wanted to see that, or the producer was like, oh, I have this great <laughs> idea, we're gonna go with this, and we're we're not gonna ease into the game at all. So, like, that that was my biggest takeaway from that. Even Peyton was kind of like, man, I don't even have time for this. He seemed a little flustered. So, just from a, you know, slight criticism from the producer aspect, I just think, but once they got going, again, I thought it was good. The one thing I that was cool. just before the show about it, and I asked, uh, you know, my followers what they thought about it. And one of the negative um, pieces of feedback I got was someone thought it was exhausting. So, maybe that is also because Peyton was talking so much. Yeah. Yeah, well, maybe for a lot of viewers, I don't know. It's interesting what Joe said about the fringe fan. Your average fan would would go to this. I, I wonder. Maybe this is for the more serious fan, the one that's going to watch plays and where a player messed up and want to see replays and want to hear that quarterback chatter. I think people that may have a fantasy team that aren't following the NFL every single day, they just turn it on over the weekends, they might prefer a regular broadcast yeah it's int- i mean th- here's why it works they're not just quarterbacks right this, this is like yeah. football royalty everyone knows who they are and they're brothers so they can make fun of each other right like the story we played with ray lewis and eli with a zero quarterback rating that's funny like, if, if this was any other pair of quarterbacks would you would you care as much i don't know what I else would. knows us was funny the fire alarm going off 
I love it. <laughs> Wasn't that typical of Eli Manning? Like nothing phases that guy. Like, all right, no. we're sitting, sitting here through a fire alarm. Like whatever. I was. I wasn't sure which house it was coming from because he barely reacted. So, funny <laughs> and the, story. And so, Peyton was like, Eli, what did you do? Kind of like a big brother would say. So, quick story on that. My dog, Dina, right? She, she hates alarms. Like, whenever the smoke detectors need a battery, she'll, like, right. run and hide under a bed. She hates it. So I left the room last night. I was doing something upstairs. And we kind of heard the fire alarm because the TV, right? <laughs> So my dog comes running up and I and I start looking in my house to see which battery needs to be changed in the smoke alarms. Like I thought it was in my house because of the way my dog was reacting. And I'm like, I don't hear anything. And then I see everyone on, on Twitter talking about Eli not reacting. I was like, oh, that was on the TV. Right. <laughs> right. Crazy. It was wild. Um, here's uh, one thing that really hit home to me was I don't know that they're the best interviewers, but people are comfortable and people are going to go out of their way. To please them like if if they call whoever they call they're gonna come on russ mm -hmm. that was the best version of russ i've ever seen in yep. front of a microphone he is usually so boring you know he's gonna say absolutely nothing when he comes on my tv or let's say a preview show shows something with about what russ said i usually change the channel because i don't care because he's gonna say absolutely nothing he had takes man i couldn't believe what Russ and they were kind of like going after some of the some of the decisions by the coaches in that. I thought it was wonderful. But don't you kind of feel like you've covered athletes who you know like away from the mic actually have personality and yes. strong yeah. opinions, but to the rest of the world every time they're doing a post game press conference they're so boring, but you're yeah. like why don't you just be yourself like who you really are and maybe that's what we're seeing from Russ. And we saw it with Eli, right? Yeah, yeah. He was so boring in New York. He never wanted to create any headlines. He didn't want to be on the cover of the New York Post, even though he probably was every day because he was the Giants quarterback. But yeah, like he was he went out of his way to say nothing as a player. But I thought he I thought he was great. But behind closed doors, some of these guys actually have amazing oh, personalities. Sure. They just don't want to show us when they're playing. Which is why this show works, because the Mannings can get it out of them. Like Joe said, they're comfortable, right? They're comfortable yeah. with Eli and Peyton. They'll talk to those guys. It's great. I, I can't wait to watch it next week. I, I will watch Lions Packers with those guys next week. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Um, I didn't see much of the Kelsey. I, Ray Lewis, by the way, that was a great idea because they're offensive minded. They're all about the quarterback. They want right. the fans to shut up. You're bothering the quarterback. Stop doing that. I love that stuff. Um, but the great thing about having Ray Lewis on the panel is he was giving the other perspective and Peyton was asking good questions. Okay, what is the defense doing now? What's the look going to be here? And Ray was on top mm -hmm. of it. Yeah. Yeah, he set Ray uh, up. Like when Ray was talking, he was asking him about like man coverage and then like the crossing routes. Like he, he Peyton set Ray up to be great on that broadcast. 
So uh, I binge watched Peyton's places and he, mm -hmm. I didn't realize how close he and Ray Lewis are. And you could really tell from that episode and Ray Lewis in that episode was giving him a tough time. Like, man, all you do is have offensive players on this show. Like you got to get more defensive guys on here. So it didn't surprise me that Ray Lewis was one of his guests. And I was also surprised. I think Ray Lewis said on that episode that he has a picture of like him and Peyton, like in his living room or somewhere in his house. So they must be pretty close another example of that was the best version of ray lewis that i ever saw on tv before like he's done a lot of tv work he did studio work right if memory serves on espn before yeah, but he i but he, he wasn't yeah. that good at it he wasn't that good i thought he was great last night i did too yeah, that, that yeah. Been, for for the first game for their first time really right. oh, overwhelmingly fun and good and, and it could get better i i think that was one of the better ideas espn the nfl's had in a while and they have a bad game next week. But if that's there, I think a lot more people will be engaged and there will be more people that are hearing about it today or this sure. week. And they'll be like, oh, I want to check that out. Uh, that sounds great. That sounds like something that I'll be in into. Uh, BetQL Daily, Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, Aaron Hawksworth with you. Twitch.tv slash BetQL Odyssey app as well. Let's take a look at some of these NFL awards. If there's any values stuff worth noting and we begin with the coach of the year here's something that i did find notable that of course right now after week one people are going to rush and uh, overreact because that's what we do after week one and look at the the coaches that are one and oh right now two of the last three winners started off oh and one stefanski lost week one in a blowout at baltimore last year 38 to 6 and in 2018 Sunday night football, Bears lose to the Packers. It was a tight loss, 24-23, but Matt Nagy goes 12-4 and that year. He wins the coach of the year. Just something to keep in mind. Sean Payton, we talked about him last week. We talked about him yesterday. Well, there's been a big adjustment. His odds are all the way down to 12-1 to after one week. I don't think that's bettable, guys. Not here, right? Like, this is one you had to get before the season started at 12-1. to I mean, think about what you're yeah. asking now. You're asking him to continue to win at this level. He's get, they have to now be really good for him to win the coach of the year, which, look, they already surprised me one week, so maybe they're going to be better than I think. But I agree. That, that's one I would stay away from. Yeah, I agree, too. Yeah, I mean, just I, in one day, the number was cut in half, and we have 16 more games to go. It's just <laughs> like I, I would hold off. There will be other opportunities. Maybe Peyton wins it. He runs away with it. Possibly. It's so early, though. Yeah, yeah, I would stay away from that right now. The Sirianni number also was cut, cut in about half from where we talked about it over the summer. But it is 20. It's 20, 20 right yeah. now as opposed to 40. What do you think? Um, they've got to win the East. He has to get double-digit wins, maybe you know, into 11. Maybe it, Is that possible? It's not crazy. I mean, it, I wouldn't say it's likely. Here's the thing, though. These things are narrative-based, right? A lot of this right. Is, is right. So already I saw this morning before I, I was able to get on. Uh, Dan Orlovsky, ESPN, is ready. He, I guess he broke down Eagles film already. And, and he's, you know, he's a pretty big voice in the quarterback coach conversation nationally. He's already given a lot of the credit for Sunday to Sirianni, to the coaching, yep. to the way they set up Jalen Hurts. 13 read options. You know, they, they've, it was a good coaching job and Hurts executed. But I, I, I if heard um, that, if you're looking Hertz, for that, that yeah. kind of break there, like who's going to get the credit Hertz or Early, it feels like Sirianni's getting some credit here. I heard some of the NFL Network guys, Bucky Brooks, doing the same thing with Sirianni. So, 
it's worth noting, worth noting. And then there are some other rookie coaches like Arthur Smith who had a terrible week and his odds ended up going down. Uh, Gruden, that this one popped because he's near the bottom, 39 to 1 after a 1 and 0 start. John Gruden. Oh, wow. That's Do they have to win the West? Yes. Uh, I don't know. No, I think they make the playoffs. If John Gruden gets to 11 wins and doesn't beat the Chiefs out for the division, I still think he, he could get coach of the year. I think so. I feel like the expectations have been so high for him. I think it's going to be tough for him to win that one. Uh, the other I don't know. Tom, Tomlin's still the long shot. 55. Wow, I like Tomlin. I do like Tomlin. And I still think if Bill Belichick can turn this Patriots team around, I got him right. at uh, uh, plus 1350. And then I was going to mention I did take Sean Payton at 23 to 1 odds earlier See, when I went on my Jameis. I, when I went on my Jameis resurgence rant, I grabbed that really early. <laughs> yeah. That's that's good there. Twenty three to one is is good for Peyton. Not twelve to one though. Yeah, we right. All you got degrees. Good... Don't do that. You got a good number. Uh, comeback player of the year. Dak is the favorite at plus one seventy five. Jameis now the second favorite. Burrow is right there. Third. Some other quarterbacks in the mix. Um, a, a few other things I want to add here, but guys, I think this is a quarterback award, and we've seen a quarterback win it the last three years, and there are so many quarterbacks that are going to be up for it. So we'll get to that on the other side. Also, some season-long props uh, to hit on as well. A lot going on. Average Joe of the week as well. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron H. This is BetQL Daily. Keep it locked. We are presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.